Hey guys, welcome back to Real Things Podcast. My name is Caitlin, and you are more than welcome to give any opinions, feedback, or comments, questions, um, and email those to realthingspodcast, all one word, at gmail.com. Um, today's episode, I'm just going to kind of talk about, I'm going to start with elementary, middle, and then high school, and then I'll kind of dip into college, but this will kind of be a long one. Um in elementary school, I guess I'll just start off with the idea that I was living in Brentwood, Missouri at the beginning of elementary school. Um, I really liked the school. I made a lot of really cool friends and I was in Girl Scouts. I was a brownie. Um, I had friend groups. Um, but then middle of third grade, I moved. I'm going to kind of fast forward through like my life in school because I don't really like to think about it. I don't know why, but it just kind of makes me uncomfortable. But I'm I moved to the middle of 3rd grade from Brentwood or Brentwood, Missouri. I was going to McGrath Elementary to Jane Boone Elementary in Defiance, Missouri, which if anybody doesn't know or does know, it's like about 30, 40ish minutes away. Um I really liked McGrath Elementary in Brentwood. And then moving to, you know, a brand new school in the middle of third grade, it's kind of like, you know, that's like your primary development stages of like friendships and learning who you are. Um, I think that kind of like changed a lot for me. I was already like kind of built to be like a homebody kind of kid. My mom or my parents actually got divorced when I was like four years old. And my mom was a single mom for not that long. She got remarried when I was seven. And so, like, three years of her being a single mom, that was, like, you know, a minute, like, but a flash of a memory, like, or, like, a very small memory to me. Like, I don't even remember her being single. Um, it just, it's just weird to think about. But I moved in the middle of third grade, and I went to... Dana Boone Elementary in Defiance because I moved out there with my mom and her new husband or my stepdad and my mom had two more kids um by the one by the time I was in fourth grade and another by the time I was like in seventh grade um so my brother and my sister were born by the time I was out of eighth grade or something and I I don't know elementary and middle and high school like I don't like talking about them as much but I'm just going to because I think that I should I don't know why but I think that I should but um I don't know everyone gets so excited talking about like oh my childhood I don't get excited talking about my childhood if anything like I bring up my childhood and it's like a negative way and that's not a good healthy thing I should be doing I should be like oh, yeah, look at the positives, look at all the, like, no, no, no. My childhood was not, like, a happy childhood. It was, like, okay, like, yes, there was really good moments. There was a lot of good memories. I could tell you about, you know, I used to go in the attic of my old house when I lived in Brentwood, and me, my mom, and my stepdad would play Mario Party, like, I don't even know how many times, on the GameCube and we would do puzzles and, you know, I had a sky blue room and I had a Papa's on chair that like I used to just sit in and 
write in my diary for hours on end. Like I could tell you all those positive, fun-filled memories, but I don't, I don't even remember a lot of them. Like I don't remember a lot of positive things. I remember going to therapy for years. I remember going to counseling. I remember I had a lawyer by the time that I was like seven or nine, like my own lawyer. I had a phone since the age of four. And people, like, think that I'm just trying to be, like, some conceited bitch when I say that or, like, try to sound all cocky and whatever. Like, no, I'm not trying to sound like I'm on this pedestal of whatever. It's the truth. I had a phone by the age of four because my mom didn't trust my dad. And, um, yeah, that's, that's my childhood. So, uh, it's kind of frustrating now that I think about it to talk about this. I don't even know why, but I'm just going to continue with it because I'm already this far in. So, okay, middle school. So, middle school was just, I mean, it's middle school. Like, no one cares about middle school. Middle school is just, like, that awkward awkward stage in time where you're learning, like, how to be a person, how to be a good friend. Like, it's just, that's what I think primary schooling is for, is just you learning how to be a good friend and be there for others and then like you start developing your own personal traits as like who you are and you start you know those building blocks to becoming you I guess um you start learning like what your friends like and who the positive influences are and like the negative and whatever and like school isn't really relevant like honestly like it it wasn't a relevant idea um I'll get into the whole education system I have a whole so this is going to be season one. I have an entire season dedicated to like education stuff. So I'm not going to get too wrapped up in that idea of the education system because it infuriates me. But um, I think with middle school going into high school, I got braces. I was not cute. I wore a headband, like those like thick colored headbands, like the fabric ones. Um, I had my hair slicked back in a low pony um, I, my hygiene was trash, garbage, and, uh, I don't even know. I wore, like, crop tops and, like, color, like, neon light-colored shorts, like, pastel shorts. Um, uh, it just wasn't cute. It wasn't a look. It was not cute. And I don't know who let me walk out of the house half of those mornings, but definitely was not, not allowed. I don't, I don't know who allowed it, but it should not have been allowed. Um, going into high school, I was friends with majority of African Americans my freshman year. And then I became really close with a few particular people that, again, probably weren't the best influences on my life, my sophomore and junior year. And then my senior year, I kind of dropped those people and became, like, part of this friend group. And this friend group, again, was not probably a good influence for me or, like, a positive influence or didn't have, like, a good effect on me growing up. So that's probably why I don't like talking about my, you know, my childhood. I don't like talking about that kind of stuff because I should be focusing on the positive. But honestly, any time that I look back and I think about elementary, middle, and high school. It's just nothing but negative, in my opinion. Um, 
I also used to go see the counselor and the school nurse whenever the counselor was out. I didn't realize that when I would go see the school nurse, like in elementary school, all the time, that it was just me trying to escape and kind of like go to a more nurturing, safe environment. I didn't realize that until I think high school because my counselor, who I would try to see on a regular basis and try to like make up different reasons to go see her on a regular basis, um, even though I had my own counselor, it wasn't enough, clearly, because I would still try to go see this girl. But, um, yeah, my counselor kind of threw at me all these different ideas in high school. She was really interesting. She she would try to get me to understand and, like, have, like, self-realization moments, but I was stupid and naive, and I was just like, you know, tell me the answer. Just tell me the answer. And I think when I talk to people in general about things they just expect me to like I like expect that I want the answer I don't want the answer I just want to talk myself into the answer and I'll talk about that later but um that's like what a lot of me growing up like when I look back it's just like not a happy like woo kind of time I was annoying because my friends all like wanted to drink and like party not all of them but a lot of them and I just, like, kind of frowned upon that because I didn't want to drink. I never wanted to smoke. I never wanted to do any of that. And there was just a lot of people who didn't agree with that mindset. They didn't like that mindset. They thought that I was just being a prude or that I just, I don't know. So I didn't care. I was a very independent, homebodied being. So I would go, like, to restaurants, like, with my friends after school or I'd go get my nails done, or I'd I'd work. I'd work a lot. I am the biggest workaholic, and it's so bad because I don't think I need to work as much as I do, but I just do. And um, it really honestly started when I was in high school. High school, I was on the tennis, swim, and track team my freshman year. I didn't try and track, so don't think that I was just like the super athletic person because I didn't try. I was in hurdles. And I just, I bombed it. Horrible. Um, then tennis I dropped after sophomore year because it was nothing but drama. And then swimming I did all four years because I actually enjoyed swimming. I think it was my favorite sport to the to this very day. But there was a lot of drama that came with that too. It was just a lot of drama altogether. So I think swimming was like probably the best thing. I gained about 50 pounds my sophomore year. And it was, like, not a, a look. It was, like, a very unhealthy weight for someone that was, like, I want to guess I was, like, 5'7". I was, like, probably, like, 175 pounds, almost, like, 180 pounds. And I gained, like, 50 of those pounds in one year just from eating nothing but junk food and, like, drinking soda, like, multiple sodas, like, throughout the day. And then I dropped, like, a lot of that weight. Or not a lot of that weight, but I dropped a lot of weight coming out of swimming because I realized that I was gaining all this weight and I was like feeling very uncomfortable and I wasn't trying. And my senior year, I will say my senior year was my best year. I got my first boyfriend. I like felt the healthiest I ever felt. I had stopped drinking soda for, I think it was a year at that time. And I was starting to realize who my true friends were. And who actually had my back and like started dropping people that were irrelevant or just were negative all the time. 
And that was like probably like the best moment of me growing up was realizing like what I deserve. So going into college, I mentioned this in the last episode when I talk about, or no, I'm sorry. I talked about this in um, Meaningful Friendships that I didn't, I was a very introverted person all the way up until high school, all the way up until high school, even like freshman year of college, I was a very introverted person. So people that know me to this day, literally all of my close friends or anyone that I talk to on a regular basis, they don't know who I was. I was a very introverted person. I was very judgy to myself. I just wanted to go home. I liked being home. I would try to like be with my friends, but I was annoying about it. And I still am annoying, but I'm getting better. I know I'm I'm very intense, but I'm getting better. So don't hate. Um, but I didn't become like this extroverted soul until like sophomore year of college. And it was because I met a whole new diverse group of people. And that was the international students. And there's people from like Spain, Morocco, Egypt, Serbia, um, Belgium, France, Sweden, like you name it, Russia, like Canada, everywhere, everywhere, you know, Brazil, Chile, like all over. And I didn't even think that that was like something I would be interested in is like, you know, wanting to learn more about those people or about like what they like do on a day-to-day basis, what their life was like growing up. But it was so eye-opening and I became really close with those people. Like all of my international friends, like I became really close with them for like two years. I'm not close with actually a lot of them now, but just that whole concept of like, I don't know, they just were so carefree and they just like lived life to the fullest and they had so many memories and like crazy stories that they would tell me and share with me. And it was just like, wow, like it made me think like people that got so excited. Like, the people that tell you, like, high school was, like, the best years of my life, blah, blah, blah. Like, y'all peaked in high school, which is fine. Like, you can peak whenever. I don't care. I don't, I don't hate. But it's just, like, you didn't, you didn't get to experience that. Like, I, I feel bad for people that didn't get to, like, go to, like, a, a university or, like, a college or community college or whatever or, like, meet people. Like, if you didn't get to meet new people, I mean, you're missing out. Like you don't even have to go to a college or university, but that was just like what I did. And it's just expected in our family that you have to like go to college. And so I did it. I'm not saying that I don't, I don't like resent my, like my family for making me go to college. And I definitely don't think it did me any worse in my life. Like, I think it definitely like is something beneficial to have a college degree, but I don't know. Like, I think that the, honestly, the best thing about going to college was meeting people. It forced me to meet new people as an independent person, like as someone who was living on my own. I wasn't forced to be in the classes I was in. I was like choosing what I wanted to do and I was making my schedule. I could work. I could drive. Like, you're already there. You're already like an independent person and like you're living on your own and whatever. So I think like me building myself as an individual and then meeting these people that like just kind of helps get me there and become like this person that was like blossoming out of my shell or like my little bud, uh, 
it was crazy. It's crazy to me to think about that. So I don't like thinking about, you know, elementary, middle, and high school. I like thinking about, you know, my development from senior year of high school to sophomore year of college. I think that was the biggest, like, developmental time for me. Developmental milestone, if you will. And I will look back at that time, that point in my life, and I will never forget it because sophomore year of my my college experience, like sophomore and junior year combined, I think, were the best and craziest memories I will ever have in my entire life. And people have those memories like from high school, like people I guarantee you are listening to this right now. They're like, why didn't you do that stuff in high school? You could have done that stuff because I didn't care to do it. I told myself that I wasn't going to get involved with the stuff that people were doing in high school. And you know what? I'm glad I didn't. And I don't regret it. I don't for one second resent any of it. I think that I waited for the like appropriate, appropriate amount of time before getting into all of the, the crazy stuff that, you know, you're supposed to, or like, you're not supposed to, but that you experience in like college. And I think that it shaped me into me and I will never forget that. I will never let that down. I will never, you know, look back and be like, damn, like I wish I would have done something different because I, I tell that to, to people all the time. I tell that to my friend, Mary, Claire's little sister, who's like 19. I'm like, you will have the time of your life, like in college, only because not the schooling, not the degree, like whatever. I think that's just kind of like, you know, on the back burner for me. But the memories, like the the stories, the craziness, like that that stuff, the friends that you make, the relationships, you know, de- building yourself, that that is like everything. Building yourself and becoming who you really are. Like I thought I was already myself my sophomore and junior year of high school and then becoming someone completely different four years later. I mean, for the better, let's be real. I mean, I'm, you know, 20, almost 23, and I have my own apartment with a roommate that I met off Facebook, but she's the bomb, and I have my dream job, and I, I don't know, I I didn't think that I would be here, and had I not gone to college, had I not met those people, had I not become, like, this extroverted person that I am, I would have never become this person that I am today. And I know that like it's supposed to make sense. Like that just makes sense, right? Like, okay, well, if you don't have experiences or if you don't make memories or if you don't grow, like how are you supposed to become who you are? Like obviously like whatever. But I encourage you, I encourage everyone to go and try something new because I don't think that you, especially in your 20s, are fully yourself yet. And that's kind of hard to hear, like me thinking about that now. But that is kind of hard to hear for anyone. You're not your true self in your 20s. Hell, you're not even your true self, I don't even think, in your 30s either. And, like, people say, like, what do you, where do you see yourself five years from now? Where do you see yourself a year from now? Bitch, I don't know. I did not even think that I was going to be where I am today. I never think that I'm going to be where I end up. And, you know, I told myself last year, I thought I was going to, you know, have a new apartment on my own, my, on my own, living by myself with a dog and a 
new car, like I would trade my car in for a new one. And Corona fucking hit. Like no one expected Corona to hit. I guarantee you five years ago, no one said, you know what? Five years from now, Corona is going to take over. Like no one said that. No one thought that, obviously. So, I mean, it's just crazy. Like sometimes I get so wrapped up and this kind of goes back on the contradictory thoughts, but I think that when it comes to like, you know, thinking about the future and thinking about right now, like sometimes like I like to think about the future and I like to think where I would be five years from now, but it's also kind of unrealistic and I don't know, out of my, out of bounds or out of my reach to think that way because I just need to think about what I can do right here, right now to get myself to a better version of me. And that, that's what is important right now. And I think that, you know, elementary, middle, and high school, me, like that version of me, would never be where I am today. Like, I, I pay for all my own things. I don't rely on my parents to pay for anything. I pay my own car, like pay for my own car, my car insurance, my phone, um, I mean, my rent, my utilities, whatever, my, I have literally every streaming device. I pay for Hulu, Spotify, Netflix, Disney Plus, I don't even know, Amazon, like you name it. I pay for all that stuff. Uh, My gym membership, I pay for it, all of it. And like, there's people that I am friends with now that like, kind of like look at me and they're like, you know, I wish I could be like that. I'm like, don't compare yourself to me either. Cause that's not, that's not cool. Don't do that. You're living your own life. You'll be, you'll get there one day. Don't compare yourself to me cuz you know what? I think that also part of me became who I am because I resented who I was. And I wasn't fond of, you know, who I was in elementary, middle and high school and you know, becoming a better version of myself in sophomore and junior year of college. I got to meet crazy like fun people. I have some friendships that I know I'm going to have for a lifetime. And I actually know that because I feel like I've known them my whole life. Like people that I've dropped in the past, I've, I know I haven't had that feeling like, oh my gosh, I feel like I've known you my whole life. No, like people that I'm friends with now, like I feel like I've known my whole life. And, um, I know that a few of them will be like lifelong friends just because we've like, I feel like they're like my sister or like, you know, I don't know. It's like we're a family. But I think that no one should compare to where you're at in life as well because that's just not fair to yourself. That's not fair to them either. Like, I've had two people tell me that they wish that they were, like, as responsible or, like, you know, as motivated as me. Okay, then you're going to get there one day. Maybe not as motivated. Maybe not as you know, independent. And that's totally fine. Like some people have it really good. Like if you have a really good family, like, and you're happy, like go for it. Like, I don't look down on that. I wish I had, you know, that, but we all wish we had what we don't have. So it's fine. But I am happy with where I'm at. I'm happy that I pay for, like, it's like a relieving feeling, you know, paying for my own things and being more independent. And I'll talk about that in another episode too. I'll delve more into that, but I, I get so negative thinking about 
my primary stages and secondary like education stages. But once I like think about who I became out of all of it, I get so happy and it makes me like, I don't know if you guys have seen that interview with Billie Eilish when she's like, it's like three years in comparison, like side by side where she's asked the same questions, but it kind of reminds me of that where she's like really unhappy and then she's really happy and then she's kind of unhappy again. Um, that, that interview kind of defines me too. I feel like, I feel like I relate to that interview because she was really not in a good place. And then she was like starting to like kind of get there, but just kind of putting on a fake smile to get herself there. She's like, yeah, like I'm better than I was last year, but I'm still here. I'm still, still kicking. And then she's like doing better than she ever has been. Like that's kind of like a synopsis of where I've been. Like, I'm just like, yeah, I think I should be really positive about my childhood, but I'm not. And when, like, I think about what it took to get to where I am today, like, that makes me happy. Because I worked my ass off to be where I am today. And I like working my ass off. It makes me happy knowing that I do what I can to to get what I want. That makes me happy. So, I'll stop yelling into the microphone because that's annoying. But just keep that in mind. Don't compare yourself to others. And you need to find something to get you to where you want to be. But also for the better, not not just because you want to get there. Like, if that makes sense. Meet new people, have new experiences, do something crazy. Maybe you'll find, you know, that like my friend Maddie did. She went to Asia, I think, or she like went like halfway across the planet and by herself like was camping in hostels and stuff. And she learned I'm sure so much about herself in that moment she was so excited to go for like two months to stay for two months in Asia or whatever and you know maybe you just need to do something crazy maybe you need to like go travel by yourself maybe you need to just go meet new people I'm I don't know make a list of ideas and just do one I don't know maybe you should try something like that but let me know if you guys have any comments questions concerns insight and you can email realthingspodcast at gmail.com and I will try to give it a look. All right. Bye.